Welcome to Lawyers Who Lead. I'm your host, Seagal Barnes. As a reminder to all of our listeners, this week is a bunch of fantastic short-form interviews that I had with leaders from NALP's 2023 Annual Education Conference in Vancouver, BC. We will be returning back to our regular episode programming starting next week, but please enjoy these episodes. There's tons of great insights. So without further ado, let's get back to our next guest. Welcome to Lawyers Who Lead, a podcast that challenges the notion that the law lags behind. I'm your host, Seagal Barnes. Each week, I invite a lawyer who's making powerful changes through extraordinary leadership. In each episode, we'll travel through another lawyer's life, identify what they do best, and then devise how to apply these concepts to your own world. So let's get to it. We have here with us Erica Horton. Director of Professional Development and Training at Brown Rudnick, a firm that represents clients from around the world in high-stakes litigation and business transactions. Erica works with firm management and a team of associate development managers to develop and implement comprehensive, cutting-edge programs to develop, engage, and retain the firm's lawyers through effective onboarding, training, mentoring, work allocation, leadership development, and performance management. Let's welcome our next lawyer who leads live at the conference right now. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am not only very excited to have you on the show, but I, for all the listeners that obviously were not privy to our conversation before this, Erica and I just realized that we have known each other for <laughs> way longer than I knew. So it's wonderful to have an old friend on the show as well. Absolutely. And something that I think is really important that we'll talk about I'm sure later is the idea of networking. And it seems that we have a lot of our network in common, which is so fun. Absolutely. It's the best. Yeah. Let's get into it. Can okay. you briefly just describe how you got to your role today? Yeah, absolutely. So as lawyers, I feel like we're always taught to look at things in a linear fashion and to always be trying to go to the next goal to achieve, whether it's getting that job at a big law firm, getting to partner, being a practice group leader, whatever that might be. That is not how I looked at my career. I kind of turned that on its head a little bit because when I looked at my career progression, I put my behavioral scientist hat on and really thought, let me collect as much data as possible about what I like to do and what drives me and let me try to find roles and positions that fit within that. I love Um, that. So I've had a lot of different roles. I won't bore you with going through all of them, but the through line to all of them has really been career development. I have found opportunities to help people with their career development. And I realized that that is really what drives me. So whether that has been when I was at Bloomberg, I held many different positions. I was a manager, so helped my team with their career development. I worked with different law schools, so got to help law students with their career development. And, you know, I was lucky enough to meet my husband at Bloomberg, which was great, but we decided we should probably diversify. So when I was looking for another role, I really took a step back to think, what do I love about my role. And it was really helping people learn, grow, develop. So I stepped into a consulting role for a little while where I was able to focus on learning and development consultancy, work with large organizations, get to peek behind the curtain, which was always really fun, and help them to build learning cultures. 
I loved it. It was amazing. But I really missed that individual connection with people. So I happened to be walking down the street in New York City one day and ran into a former colleague, Melanie, thank you. And she mentioned that there was this role in attorney development at Ropes and Gray. I had no idea what attorney development was, but when I looked into it, I realized it brought together all of the best things that I loved about what I wanted in my career, which was that career development aspect, helping individuals, but also being able to look at things programmatically and strategically and help be an advisor to the leaders of practice groups and the firm on how we really drive high successful culture for the attorneys. And now I am the director of Brown Rudnick and I get to help people with their career development every day, which is wonderful. Thank you so much. Why do you come to NALP's annual education conference? What brings you here? So it is always so enlightening to hear what other organizations and what other firms are facing and to realize that they're facing very similar challenges. It's always nice to know that we're not alone and to be able to share best practices across. I always leave feeling so energized and having so many ideas to bring back to our firm. And then bringing it back to the network that we talked about before, it's just so nice to run into people and to build that network that there are people who know each other that, you know, I didn't know that you know so-and-so. And so so it's it's so nice to be able to um, make those connections and continue to build that network. I agree. And there's a real sense of community here, for sure. Yes. So what would you say is the number one takeaway that you've had so far from this conference? Yeah. Well, one, it's just nice to see everybody in person again. There's been so much done over Zoom. And one of my major takeaways is that our lawyers are going through very similar changes right now and transitions from working from home and now going to hybrid work. And so building successful team cultures is going to be helpful for them as they um, navigate this new world of hybrid work. And we can do that in a lot of different ways. But some of the things that might be easier to roll out, like lunches and programs like that, those are not the things that are really going to move the needle. I think we can all run away from the idea of forced fun and really think about how we can have individuals connect with each other. One of my favorite takeaways was from a session that Ben Sachs ran, um, and it's actually something that I did a lot of at McKinsey, which is thinking about how we help people to communicate their working styles and their preferences, and how we help to match those to build really really efficient and high-performing teams. It's sharing a little bit about yourself and it's viewing everybody as an individual to then be able to help with drive efficiency within those teams. Absolutely. I think taking that little time to self-reflect on like what your needs are, who, like where you're looking to go and understand that and then being able to match the resources or the people or whatever it needs to be to ensure that we're like bridging the gap between the needs and the needs of the organization, I think is such an important step. So I think it's wonderful that that's the focus. Yeah, and I think it's something that we learned a lot of when we were working remotely. We learned what we need to connect on and what is actually more efficient to work on in a more quiet, heads-down environment. Yes. So how do we use that to then build trust within our teams and understand how to get the best out of each other? So what would you say leadership in law means to you? 
leadership in law can mean different things to right. different people. Um, and I think that we can all be leaders in the law regardless of what our roles are in a law firm. So whether it is helping an individual understand how to be their most effective self at work or whether it is rolling out a big program or being a trusted resource to the CEO of a firm and really pushing ideas that are going to move the needle for the attorneys at the firm. I think we can all bring leadership into the roles that we play to really help drive the most successful organization. Final question, what do you do for self-care? Oh, goodness. Well, I have two children, so I don't have a lot of time for self-care. <laughs> I try to get outside and take a walk every day. I live a block from Central Park, which is really nice in awesome. New York City. So I walk through the park and just really take a moment to connect with nature before sitting at my desk all day and doing work. Sometimes it is a walk home from dropping my son off at school. Sometimes it is a walk to the subway on my way to work, but regardless of what it is, just having a little bit of time to move my body in yeah. that way um, is, is very helpful. Amazing. Did you have a chance to take a walk along these beautiful mountains? <laughs> Not along the snow-capped mountains. I did take a beautiful walk through Stanley Park, and luckily my friend and I realized we were about to go on a very long walk around the entire waterway, so we were able to turn around before it turned into about a four-hour walk, but we did take a lovely stroll through the park. Wonderful. I'm so glad that you were able to have that experience yes. while you were here. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show. If anyone wanted to reach out and connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? Absolutely. So um, you can reach me through my email, which is ehorton at brownrudnick.com. I love to hear from people. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about career development. We each have a piece of the puzzle that we can connect each other through our networks, and that makes us the most powerful to, to really be able to help people. So I definitely encourage people, if I can help in any way, to please reach out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being on the show. It's been wonderful seeing you. It's been wonderful seeing you too. Thank you, leaders and future leaders, for listening today. We have a new guest every week, so don't forget to join us next week. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe or follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow at Lawyers Who Lead on social. Let's celebrate and continue to build a community of leaders in law together. Lawyers Who Lead is made possible by Lawline, the leading online platform for lawyers who want engaging, relevant CLE and professional growth content. For over 20 years, Lawline has helped hundreds of thousands of attorneys level up by providing award-winning courses in hard-to-find areas and high-demand fields. They have so many courses to choose from that are actually really interesting to listen to and watch. That's why Lawline's rated the highest in the industry with over 1,000 verified reviews on Trustpilot. Lawyers who lead listeners get $100 off Lawline's unlimited annual subscription, which means you can take as many courses as you want for a really good price. Just visit lawline.com slash podcast to get the special offer. Check out Lawline for the best content for leaders and future leaders in legal.